Hi, this is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show coming here with another great podcast. Certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to go to thecbpn.com and subscribe to seven different podcasts there. Always new, good, and interesting stuff. And, of course, we bring to you the best guests in the world. So we've got a wonderful guest here. You're going to learn an interesting journey that he's been on since 2010 of starting his own company, being the founder and growing it into an amazing company. Uh, it's going to be with Nick Janicki and Nick is the founder of the True Rest Franchising. Uh, was voted number seven best new franchise in 2019 according to Entrepreneur Magazine. So this is going to be awesome. Uh, True Rest has 34 locations open and nearly 100 sold in 16 states. True Rest offers flotation therapy in luxury private suites and has helped hundreds of thousands of clients with chronic pain, stress, sleep disorders, anxiety, and depression. Navy SEALs are using these float pods for super learning and elite athletes are using it for recovery. Nick is part of several nonprofit organizations. Focuses range from ending the 20-year persecution, the Falun Gong, spiritual practitioners in China, and the brutal practice of forced organ harvesting to revival of traditional arts, music, and dance. Welcome to the show, Nick. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you. I love uh, the, uh, the intro of your Chris Voss show. You know, it's funny. The high pitch is just... <laughs> That's awesome. And we, we kind of, I, I kind of vary it. What's really funny is years ago, uh, uh, I, I was a big Stern fan and, and Howard and Howard would do the uh, call letters. He, they used to force him to do an N NBC, NBC, you know, and you have to give it that flavor. And so he was doing a bit on that. And I thought, you know, I should just have fun with that on the Chris Voss show. So I, I did it for like a week and then stopped. And like everyone started calling me going, you got to keep doing that. <laughs> Like, do it, do it. Make and I was like, seriously, it's stupid. And what's, <laughs> funny, what's funny is every time people come up to me at shows or wherever I'm at, they always run up to me and they'll go, it's the Chris Voss show. And you're just like, okay. Hit the man. high note. That's it. You got to hit the high note. <laughs> there you is. Sometimes the bit is that it breaks or, you know, the Chris Voss show. So you have some fun. So let's talk about your company and you. So what began your journey back before 2010? What made you want to get in this business or how did you get down this road? I was always a twisted entrepreneur at heart. And so uh, entrepreneurship for me was something that always appealed to me. Um, there was a point in my life I was working a 70 hour a week job. I would say 15 of that was in traffic in and out of Phoenix. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you just get to a point where you just go, gosh, there, there's got to be another way to do this. So uh, always kind of had that high risk tolerance, right? So I'm the guy that'll jump off the cliff. My wife will jump after me with a parachute and just be like, hey, I'm here to support. You might want to wear this parachute on the way down. Um, and so I discovered a video in 2008, and this was a video of uh, the infamous Joe Rogan talking about flotation therapy. And so he had this really interesting kind of almost uh, ego death psychedelic experience where, by the way, I doubt he was sober when he did this. It's Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan? No. Come on. <laughs> that guy's a Mormon missionary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he had this, this wonderful experience where he goes through a, you know, a flower of life type uh, pattern. He says, you know, he basically entered into another dimension, lost his ego and came back to talk about it. 
Hmm. And having a 20-year meditation background, I thought, wow, that sounds amazing. Let me try that. Um, so in researching it, there were only 14 locations in the North American continent. So wow. there was one in Canada and 13, 14 locations in the United States. And that's it. That's the, those were the only places to float. So it took me about six months to just find a place to do it. Uh, my wife and I, um, and I always say my wife at the time, which makes no sense because she's still my wife. Um, but my wife, and now she's still my wife, uh, tried it out. My senses were revived. Uh, you know, I think we had chicken fingers afterwards. My taste buds were accentuated. My vision was accentuated. I was in this euphoric mood. And on the way back, I just thought, holy cow, if someone made this a high-end luxury service, you know, this could be the next massage envy. Yeah. Was it like when in an alleyway or something and you're just like, hey, we should go for it? <laughs> it, it, right? was in a, it was actually in a very nice place. It was a private, uh, you know, it's like a Japanese garden. It was a private Japanese yeah. garden that happened to have these in Sedona. Nice. Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's sort of the same stigma that massage had in the beginning. You know, it's in yeah. someone's basement, um, the happy ending thing. And, you know, floating sort of started in that same sort of psychedelic mm. kind of weirdness vibe to it. Did the Patriots owner come visit? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Uh, well, no, kind of. I mean, that's a, you, that's you brought a up the rug and tug. So I rub and tug. No, it's true. I mean, Bill Belichick, he uh, um, finally came out and, you know, talked about floating. So in oh, 2015, wow. the Patriots came in. We had 10 guys from the Patriots in every single day. Oh. And we had 10 guys uh, from the Seahawks in every single day. Wow. Um, and, you know, that was pretty cool. And then Brady did get one for his house. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, um, what? To explain to our users who are not familiar with the, what the floating thing is and the experience and what you guys do. Explain what it is that the that the floating is. I suppose. Yeah, for sure. So, floating was invented in the 1950s, and this was invented by what many consider one of the first neuroscientists, and that gentleman's name was Dr. John C. Lilly. And so the theory in the 50s was that if you close your eyes and there's no sensory input, you're going to lose consciousness. Um, and that theory he found isn't always 100% true. What he discovered is as you start shutting off other senses to sight, to sound, to feeling, um, you actually get into an accelerated consciousness state. Um, and he you know, went down the wormhole with that. Um, and then later in his life, he did a lot of research with whales and dolphins. But for people that don't know, um, the sea is 3% salt salinity to water volume. The Dead Sea is closer to 20, 25% salt salinity to water volume. So that's why people, when they go to the Dead Sea, they literally float like a cork. Mm -hmm. And it's very surprising. The float pod environment or the float tank is actually uh, 200 gallons of water and about 1,000 pounds, believe it or not, Chris, of magnesium sulfate, which Holy is commonly crap. known as Epsom salt. So mm -hmm. that creates a, a buoyancy where you can get in you can fall asleep. It's perfectly safe. And it's heated exactly to skin temperature. So it's not something you can wow. really replicate at home. Uh, the, the temperature is regulated. The humidity is regulated. And after about 20 minutes, you're tricking your brain into thinking you're falling asleep. So if you stay very still, you can't feel the difference between your body and the water. And this wow. is where people with chronic pain, they get out after an hour and they go, you know, after 20, 40, well, 20 to 40 minutes, I stopped feeling my pain. Wow. You know, and so that's, it's just a tremendously relaxing experience. I, uh, when in my teens, we moved from California up to Salt Lake City, Utah. And back then they hadn't 
fully pumped sea, uh, fresh water into the Great Salt Lake. And back then, you could still go into the Great Salt Lake, just like you mentioned with the, uh, the Israeli Dead Sea. Uh, you could go out and float. And, yep. and it's crazy. And I've had times in my life where I've floated. You know, I grew up around pools in California, and I used to float and close my eyes. And, and sometimes there's kind of a, a thing there, which is probably, you guys probably experience more of that, you know, being in a environment uh, where you don't have to worry, but it was weird being in the great salt lake. Cause you, you just float. You just, right. You, just, you really don't have a choice. I don't even know. You can, I suppose you could drown if you really tried. Um, but uh, so, so basically it, it uh, you, you float, you can't really drown in it. Uh, how much water are you in when you're laying down? This is 200 gallons of water. It's nine inches. Okay. So you're nine inches of water. So, um, you know, what we say, we've had a, several hundred thousand clients through, and if you somehow flipped over onto your face, um, you would immediately flip, flip right back. Roll back um, and it's, it's actually very difficult to do. So it, to your point, it's a very strange environment because it doesn't feel like water. Mm-hmm. If you push your hands to the bottom of that nine inch tank, they literally shoot right back up to the surface. Because they're, yeah. Uh, I remember that in the Great Salt Lake. It was like really wild. You could just sit there and float forever. Yep. And, and you just bob if you were standing up. And uh, that's right. It was crazy. Um, so, so what you're finding is this is helping a lot of people, vets and, and people with chronic pain. Uh, you know, I deal with chronic pain. I, I use uh, edibles in Las Vegas to, um, to deal with a lot of chronic pain, but it always comes back. Um, and there's this, and, and it has like a clamshell on it where they can close the lid and it gives them that darkness of sensory deprivation as well. Cause I've seen the ones where they do, where they go in the freezing chambers. Oh yes. And that, that, that doesn't look like fun to me. <laughs> the freezing chambers. I've tried those. And if I were going to recommend it, I would say do the ones where your head is outside of the frozen area. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that doesn't seem relaxing at all. Hey, Chris, we're going to put you in a frozen thing. What? That doesn't know. Well, I think their thing is, you know, inflammation, injury, recovery. Yeah. I'm not sure people are going in there just for like a good, a kick. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a few friends that have just tried it to try it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It, I've been in places where it snows and I hate the cold because I grew up in California no, man, I, I'm not going the frozen thing. So it's body, it's your body temperature. Uh, the water is so it just you just become oneness with the water, and and uh, it's like a giant Epsom salt sort of bath, really. When it comes, it down is a to giant it. Epsom salt bath. So the two biggest, I would call it, concerns we get is one is cleanliness of water, mm-hmm. and two is uh, people feeling like they would be claustrophobic. Yeah. So what I tell people with the claustrophobia issue is I've never had someone come in that was concerned that got out because they were concerned at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so that concern goes away immediately when you're when you know you're in full control of the experience. Mm-hmm. So when people come in, this is the size of a queen size bed. Uh, you can leave the lid open. You can shut the lid. You know, I say sarcastically, if you're scared of the dark, you can keep the lights on. There, no one's going to judge you. It's your experience, right? It's your so experience. You paid. You could play. You could play ACDC in yeah, there. Sit in the corner and right. Look at the thing. You can do that. I, um, I think I've had people do that, but uh, <laughs> you know, you can play whatever music you like. It's it, this is your time alone. So it's an hour yeah. service, and uh, some people do up to two and a half hour. What we're finding for chronic pain, it's really extraordinary. We've had people change their lives that had chronic pain. And then anxiety and depression 
are really, really interesting. And really? what I tell people is go in and try this when you feel your absolute worst. Wow. So when you feel like 10% out of 100, you mm. forgot what it feels like to feel like a normal human being because you're so overwhelmed by stress, anxiety, life, whatever it might be. That's when you go in and float. You're going to get out an hour later, 80% of that feeling is gone. I mean, it's just magic for stress and anxiety. Wow. And how long does it stay gone usually, do you find? I mean, it varies per person, but... You know, there's a research institute out of Oklahoma called the LIBOR Institute. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Justin Feinstein has actually waterproofed EEG headsets so he can track what's going on in the brain while oh, people wow. are floating. And what he's discovered, this research came out last year, is that if you leave the lights on, it, the effects are equivalent to an anti-anxiety medication. Wow. But it lasts for up to 20 hours, where anxiety meds last for about eight hours normally. And you got to keep turn the lights out. off. It's equivalent to an antidepressant lasting up to about 20 hours. Hmm. My wife says that uh, when if we just turn off the lights, she'll be less depressed if she sees me naked. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know. the proof's in the pudding, right? So <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that with any jokes. <laughs> But, uh, but I, and I'm not married either. So there's that. Uh, but, uh, so basically, um, now, now why do you think the, the, the pain goes away? Is it because, well, I'll let you fill that in. So this is where, um, what, so if you go to clinicalflotation.com, there's all the research and it shows the brain scans and how all this works. So I am by no means a scientist. Um, but what I can tell is what's happening is there are certain parts of the brain that are actually shutting down during flotation rest. Mm-hmm. And there's other parts of the brain that are lighting up and there's sort of a synchronization in the two brain hemispheres. Mm-hmm. So what I can tell is you're essentially tricking your body to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's doing it in this kind of zero gravity environment. So your spine is elongating, it's releasing all the pressure on your joints, inflammation goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And so a big part of pain is inflammation. Yeah. And so once you can get that inflammation down, your spine is elongated. If you kind of, you know, move around at the end, you'll notice your spine will crack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, a lot of the, what athletes are using this for is concussion uh, recovery. Wow. Um, but, wow. you know, that, that's what's happening is you're just in this really cool zero gravity environment where your body finally has the opportunity to, to heal. So I really think that the human body can heal itself if given the proper motivation and environment. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So now you, you guys have these centers, you're, 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 you're building them out, you're franchising them all over the United States. So uh, you have probably your own for the company and then people can buy into the franchising and they can go to your locations as well to uh, just use the service. Yeah, of course. So we have seven corporate stores, basically. um, And we have 34 stores open now. We'll have 40 open by the end of this year. And as you mentioned, we have 100 sold in 17 states. Wow. Uh, So we are growing quickly. um, And, you know, it's it's just fun to see. So we have people that come in that have some business experience, some don't have any business experience. And I think that's kind of the beauty of a franchise um, you know, our passion is to grow this service. So our business is for the betterment of humans, which I, I wish that was the mission of more companies, right? No kidding. Let's make, let's make things better for humans. <laughs> but, you know, joking aside, it's, it's a great business model. Um, it's nice in that a franchise comes with all the marketing help. It has the team, the mm-hmm. franchisees. We basically consider a little mini business family at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a cool business model. So nice. Um, 
you know, when we started this in 2010, um, we actually grew our local store. We have four pods to about a $500,000 gross number. Wow. And my wife and I were netting 55%. Nice. So 55% net on a business is actually pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know any better. Yeah. And that's where my business partner came from. He has 30 years of franchising experience. And he said, wow, that's good. If we could even replicate this and get into the mid thirties, you mm-hmm. know, we have a great, we have a great system. Yeah. You have a great margin for both sides to take and do. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, uh, so how many, so when you, uh, when I go into like a company store, you guys have like a, uh, uh, four or so of these units? Normally we are doing six pod centers now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is, is on the beacon or the weekends, I don't know what that is, but on the weekends we're, we're usually fully booked. So if I had the choice in my four pod center, I'd definitely move to six because the weekends tend to be, you know, hundred percent booked up. And if you guys want to check this out, you go to truerest.com. That's true rest, one word dot com and you can see all the different stuff you can see the data on the float therapy get started you can see some of their media and then you can also see the locations so you can book an appointment uh check it out uh 60 minutes you can kind of see they have different pictures and videos of, of the people in the tanks doing the floating with the clamshells up or down and uh so a lot of people fall asleep in this huh I, I think a lot of people fall asleep. Uh, research, when we do internal research at the stores, mm-hmm. I think it's as high as about 40% of people will take a power nap. Um, and time is a really strange thing in there because um, it's hard to know if you've actually fallen asleep because if you do actually go with the lights off, music off, I've had floats that are bizarre where I get in, I'm listening to the music. It feels like six or seven minutes have gone by. Music kicks back on. And, you know, that's a full hour. So we've had customers get out angry, mm-hmm. come up to the front desk and say, hey, I was only in there for seven minutes. <laughs> and we go, hey, look at your watch. Your watch. And they literally feel like they just went through a time warp. It's bizarre. It's like Charlton Heston. And <laughs> so um, what's interesting, too, is I've had a few experiences where I've entered a, uh, a state where I've like been between being awake and being asleep. And what what happened to me was... I was, I was falling asleep and, you know, doing my normal sleep. And then suddenly I entered the state and it's only happened twice in my life. It happened once when I was a kid, about 16. And I, I was, I was aware that I was aware. It could have been, a, it could have been a very sophisticated dream, but I was aware that I was aware and I swore my eyes were open and I was trying to move the muscles of my body and nothing would move. It was kind of like a, uh, what would you call astroplaning or something? But I wasn't yeah, trying like to do that. Paralysis, like a sleep paralysis. Yeah, and I was freaking out because I couldn't move my body, and uh, probably instead of just relaxing and being like, well, you know, whatever, you're going to sleep, idiot. Um, I I was panicking, and I was I was fighting, and then all of a sudden, somehow, I started getting motor movement that came out of it. But is that maybe? the same sort of experience or maybe that's different? Um, you know, it's interesting. I actually grew up having night terrors quite a lot and night terrors. I described the exact same way you did. Hmm. And frankly, nothing scared me more than night terrors because I had, I had no control over my body. Wow. And so your point, I would say no, definitely not, not a similar thing because okay. you're still in full control. I've never actually yeah. heard of someone having sleep paralysis in the pod. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know when I had that as a kid, it went away when I started meditating, yeah. but there was nothing more frightening, Chris, for me. I would be 12 years old. I would be trying to wake up. I'd actually start screaming, but couldn't make the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it felt yeah. like someone was sitting on my chest, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I couldn't move. And then I would finally scream. My mom would run into the room when I was 12 and be like, is everything okay? And by then you're kind of sobered up and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Apparently I just was abducted by aliens. I don't know what happened, but, uh, but no, sleep, sleep paralysis is definitely a, a real thing. Okay. So it's very different then. I think that's the closest I've ever come to like hypnosis or something, or at least that's my right. interpretation of it, whatever. I don't know. I, I often think like, what if I just did relaxed, like, and not really freaked out and just kind of went like, okay, well. It, that's on. when it gets very interesting. And so yeah. you hit it on the head. So I've done, so, you know, I consider myself a psychonaut in, in some regards and, you know, I've done the whole um, entering into sleep paralysis and let it ride out. Mm-hmm. And what I found for me personally, not to get too crazy out there, but I would feel this intense surge of energy kind of running through my body hmm. to a point where I felt, you know, whatever you want to believe, but like my consciousness, like shoot out of my body, mm-hmm. uh, literally. And then like, I would see myself over at the bed, mm-hmm. I would freak out and like jump back in. Right. Um, and so I've had that experience a couple times. My wife's had that experience in the pod where she opened her eyes and she saw herself floating. Isn't that like astral projection or something? It's like astral projection, exactly right. And then freaked out. I've had one of my favorite stories is there was a marketing director for a pretty big marketing company that I won't mention and came in with her, um, like what, you know, whatever her boss or the owner of the company. And they both get out of the pod and they look at each other and they say, did that really happen to you? And the other one said, that really happened to you? And so they tell this story where they both astral projected, they Whoa. met each other in the hallway, Whoa. freaked out, jumped back in, and then they confirmed it after the float. So whether you believe that stuff or not, it's it's a fun story. Yeah. Um, but you know that's their story, not mine. So. Well, I can see how this is really important. You know, gravity as I get older isn't my best friend, and so uh, if I'm standing a lot or sitting a lot, you know, I've got a back injury that I deal with from moving years ago. And uh, normally I'm pretty fine with it, but if I get tired, if I don't get my sleep, um, you know, the, the crushingness of gravity and uh, being a little, you know, a pound or two overweight <laughs> uh, takes and puts pressure on that thing. And I can see how laying in this water and stuff, letting your muscles stretch out, letting your muscles relax, um, having that safe environment. I, I haven't studied di- uh uh, sleep de- or uh, uh, perception uh, deprivation very much, but I I know that meditation really helps a lot of people, helps deal with pain and everything else. Um, one of my one of my biggest things has been, um, you know, I, I kind of never really got into pot or marijuana uh, for a lot of years, and I lived on you know Tylenol, Advil, and everything else uh, with all my pain as I got older. And uh, it became legal in the state of Nevada for recreational. And I thought, well, you know, I'll give it a try. And I, you know, I don't like to smoke it, so I take edibles. And I was just amazed at how much it really helped my pain. Uh, and also just kind of reset my body for the next morning. And it also helped me sleep better. Uh, and I, I normally take it to go to sleep. Like, I don't, it's not something I do for the high. But I noticed after a while that I wasn't taking the Tylenol. 
And I'm like, no wonder these guys at Tylenol want this stuff illegal. And so I think something like what you guys are doing is kind of the same sort of format. It's a very natural, healthy state. This is probably something we were doing long before drugs and, uh, you know, uh, big uh, pharmaceuticals trying to sell us stuff. Um, and I've, I've gotten peace from floating in the water, closing my eyes. I've never really done a sleep or a, a deprivation tank. Uh, but, I, I can kind of get it because there was there were times when I would lay in the pool when we were kids because we lived in a pool in California pretty much in the ocean and uh, there is a certain peace and relaxation that you can get just floating but then one of the problems you have is if you're in a pool you can't really <laughs> you can drown <laughs> right <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of salt in it so that's uh, pretty cool so uh, they can book a 60 minute uh, appointment and they can try it out, see how the pain and stress works for them. Uh, and Definitely can. Um, uh, so all the stores are individually owned and operated, but if you mention uh, you're a new client, uh, you will get $20 off. So normally it's 79 for an hour. Uh, so you can get it for 59 if you just mention kind of you're a new, you're a new client. Um, nice. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. And you know, what's interesting for me is I kind of feel a natural high um, after the float. I mean, it definitely has a narcotic almost impact for me psychologically uh, and physiologically as well. So, I mean, when I get out, I really do feel sort of that effect of, wow, I'm, I'm good. No one talked to me for half an hour yeah. uh, and go about my day. So depending on what kind of person you are, I like to do it at night when I have nothing else to do mm-hmm. afterwards. A lot of people like to do it in the morning if they feel that they want that relaxation to kind of go into their day with. But and I think there really is a thing to this, you know, what I was alluding to earlier uh, about the edibles and pot is, is I really think there's a, I mean, we need to get back to the natural state of how we do things and, and uh, the more natural ways of relaxing. I think we, I think we too often go to these pills and these drugs and, you know, and then we just become addicted to them. Um, and, and to me, it's pretty relaxing. If you go to truerest.com, you can also uh, sign up for their exclusive offers and, free download of the top 10 questions about flotation therapy. You can read about it and understand what floating is. And, uh, and, and I guess this is working really well for veterans as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, and we actually, across the brand, on the 11th of every month, we give away a um, series of rooms to veterans. So if you call a center um, and you haven't been in uh, and you're a veteran, just let them know that you want to try the veteran float. And we actually give away free floats to vets uh, every single month across the brand. Just so much benefit for pain relief and PTSD that we just want people to try it. I was going to say, I've had a lot of friends that are vets and the PTSD can really get to them. Um, I had one friend that uh, uh, people were just flying recreational drones around his house and the sound of it would set him off and trigger him from his experience in Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, and so you find it really helps with that too as well, huh? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, and that's why we're, like I said, we're willing to even have people that are experienced that come in for free. Um, just, just come in and try it. I mean, there's just the, the risk is immense, immense relaxation is the side effect, right? So I'll come in if I can bring my rubber ducky. No, I'm just kidding. You can bring your rubber ducky, whatever makes you feel comfortable. You know, the rooms are private. We say come in your uh, birthday suit. You know, you don't need to bring a swimming suit. There's private changing area, showers. Um, Okay, whatever works. 
whatever works. I mean, I usually try and fall asleep during a massage because I find that makes me relax even more and yeah. makes me feel more refreshed. Now, float therapy is all natural, totally holistic approach. Oh, absolutely. Um, it can reduce anxiety, stress, and depression, according to the website. So, uh, geez, you know, if, you're, if you've got anxiety, you've got stress and depression, maybe taking a pill from, a, from Big Pharma isn't the right sort of way to deal with your problems. I've been down that road. Um, maybe try this sort of stuff and, uh, and it's all natural. So there you go. And let me ask you this. Do you find a lot of people that are in the meditation field that really love meditation? Do you find that this maybe takes them to the new next level, uh, of the, the meditative benefits they get from meditation? I would say absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, it's a, it's a super interesting thing in that we have people that come in that don't have a meditation background at all. Uh, and then they'll float. And what I tell people is basically the environment meditates you. Oh. Right? So without any prior meditation background, you're entering into a deep meditation experience. And so I would say one of the most common, I wouldn't say complaints, but people are very hard on themselves, as you know. Yeah. And so people will get out and say, you know what, I couldn't shut my mind off. And that kind of makes them angry. And what I tell people is like, look, whatever you need to do in the pod, it's going to be accelerated. So if you're trying to work through a problem, if you're thinking about something, mm -hmm. let it play out. Mm -hmm. You know, no one, you don't need to go in there and be a Zen meditation master immediately. Mm -hmm. um, so let it play out. I've gone into floats and I've written what feels like novels in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I've had awesome creative flow state ideas that I've worked through. I've worked through problems at like super speed, you know, so don't feel bad if you're not going to go in there and have no thoughts and be a Zen master. Mm -hmm. Now, to your question, people that are on that path, right, and they go in and float, they find that they're able to drop into it just that much quicker. Mm -hmm. So where, you know, you might need five, six years of meditation to get into kind of a tranquil state where you lose awareness of your body. Maybe you're, you know, doing uh, astral projection to your point earlier. That all can be done in the pod at mm -hmm. kind of hyper speed. Pretty interesting. And it, and it says here on the website, it can reduce blood pressure as well. That's important for a lot of people as they get older. Oh, absolutely. And anxiety is a, is a tough thing. I've dealt with anxiety and depression all my life uh, in my old age. Now I'm dealing with physical pain. Um, Did you say your old age? Yeah, I feel pretty old. I'm like 50, <laughs> what am I, 51? That's the new 25, right? Yeah. So you're good. You're right. good. <laughs> I, if, I'd love to have the body of a 25-year-old, let me tell you. With my ability to have my experience and brains, what le what's left of them for now. But uh, I had a lot of fun in my early days, and uh, yeah, feeling it. <laughs> I didn't think it would get. Fun, maybe. Yeah, I didn't think it would. Uh, I didn't think it would uh, kick in this soon. I think you're, I figured like sixty five, you'd start feeling it. But uh, you know, it's it's a world that's crazy. But the more I've moved to holistic medicine, the more, the less I can get off the Tylenol bottles. Because that stuff just is so horrible for your kidneys and your livers. And then, um, you know, I, I know people that are addicted to all the different depression medicines that are out there. There's a lot of people that get addicted to opioids. There's, there's a lot of people that get into hardcore drugs because they're yeah. looking to relieve themselves of, of stress, anxiety, physical pain. Uh, I know a lot of veterans, you know, they, they take a, a hard turn down uh, suicide road sometimes. And uh, this might be a way if you're out there suffering and, and dealing with issues and you can't find what, what's working for you and helping you, I, I'd definitely recommend it because well, holistically, it's check good. This out. 
that we didn't talk about this, but if you have people that are seriously uh, having trouble with addiction, mm-hmm. we actually have started integrating addiction recovery courses oh, wow. into the pod. And that's going to launch mm-hmm. in September, which is in a few days. Uh, and we'll launch it across the brand in a, in a month or so. But these are specific programs and music tracks that you can play. Some are eight hours long, where it's literally a recovery course for oh, wow. addicts. Wow. And so for me, I uh, have a very good friend, Joe Polish, who has a uh, company called Genius Network and um, Genius Recovery. Mm-hmm. And he always says that addiction is simply a response to trauma. Definitely. And I really love that definition because then it doesn't make that person by default of being addicted a criminal. Yeah. Right. They're simply responding to a trauma mm-hmm. uh, and they're building a foundation with how they eliminate that trauma. So yeah. if we can just, you know, think about it and change the conversation and have tools that can help people through this. Being a human is traumatic. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to go through uh, war times to feel, you know, traumatized. So, yeah. um, you know, so we definitely have options there for people that want them as well. I get traumatized every time I open my mailbox and see the bills. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Taxes Taxes always do it for me. They're not hard to do, but for some reason they're so anxiety ridden that my wife has to literally help me because I'll say, if I have to get up 10,000 times to get it, to get my, you know, pieces of paper I need, uh, I'm going to go crazy. So she has to help me out. So this would be interesting to see how this turns out in help with rehab people. Because, you know, rehab, rehab people do experience trauma usually is, uh, and, and a lot of addicts for uh, drugs and, and addiction stuff, they experience trauma as a child. Uh, and that trauma haunts them. And uh, the brain won't shut off. The brain won't let it go. Uh, sometimes it's sexual. Uh, and and it, it just, it, it just, it, it just eats away at them and, and uh, chases them down and, and, uh, and so what they do is they turn to drugs or other things. I've known people that cut, um, crap. I've known, I've known, I've had girlfriends that I've dated that are still cutting in their thirties, almost to their forties and they have kids and they've been married and for some reason they're still cutting to fix whatever sort of issue there is. And so I'm a big believer in stuff like this where it's a holistic it's healthy. It's not run by big pharma yet until I guess bear buys you out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm a big believer in this stuff. And, you know, I've, I haven't fully done what you've done, but growing up in pools and, and, and laying, closing my eyes and just floating in the pool, being in the Great Salt Lake, of course, you couldn't drown. And we used to do that. We used to, just, we used to test it. We're like, let's see if we can really float. And uh, it is a relaxing, peaceful experience. And there's something about the water and our connection to the water. You know, you can, you can decide on what your own sort of pathway is to where we came from. But there's a lot of theories out there that we walked up out of the primordial soup. And, and that's why we have this connection with water. And, of course, we're mostly seawater, right? Or we're uh, saltwater, I think, mostly. So I think we have this connection with water that, that is peaceful. Like, you know, I, I think like most people, when I go down to the beach, for some reason, there's a piece of being in that water and, and hearing the waves and feeling them against you. I don't know why, but it, it does, it, that, that, that does some medication, for, medication, meditation, medication for me when I go to the beach. Well, that's right. I think that's just a huge key is water. You know, I'm in the desert, right? So I'm mm-hmm. in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And we kind of say it's a, an oasis in the desert. It's, it's the only place you can really feel that um, other than a bath. But, you know, the, the zero gravity is very bizarre. I, I would say 
Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, Chris, there's one close to you. We'll get mm -hmm. you a, a free one to go try, but gosh, try it out. Yeah. I'd love to hear what your input is after trying it. Yeah, we uh, could do a review on it on the Chris Foss show because we review a lot of products. We can go down there and review it. There you go. You might need more than nine inches of water, though. I'm a big, fat guy. I'm like, <laughs> 300 pounds. You might need, like, I might well, hit the bottom. nine and a half? Nine and a half will suffice. Whatever, you're good. You're good. whatever works. I imagine it all just kind of whatever. But uh, to the surface. So. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. Our bodies can do so many different things, and and I think more and more people are tapping into holistic uh, markets and and understanding how to be more peaceful. I, I I know a lot of people have been really helped by meditation, and I think this takes it to the next level because you're not. I, I like when I look at meditation and all the weird stuff. They like let's do downward dog. I'm like that looks painful. Like, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to hold that pose for five hours or whatever the hell. And then, you know, I see the yoga thing they're doing and I'm like, that looks like work. I just want to, can I just sleep eating a donut and be healed? So this looks like, like it's a whole lot sort of easier thing for someone like me because I just got to lay there and float. <laughs> you do absolutely nothing and you get the benefits. It's, there used wow. to be a center in Vegas called, I think it was called lazy yoga or lazy yogi or something like that. Um, but yeah, it is. It's just, it's savasana with, with, you know, no gravity and you can just do whatever you want. So uh, I think, I think lazy yoga is what my wife calls it on the, when I'm on the couch watching Netflix or something. I don't know. Right. I think lazy yoga is when I'm sitting in the uh, beanbag chair naked eating the Cheetos. Um, so there's that. So you can go to, TrueRest.com. You can learn a whole lot more stuff about this. You can find locations near you. If you're interested in franchising, you can also uh, click on their website, get in contact with all sorts of stuff. Uh, you guys are on Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of good stuff. Oh, yeah. um, what else do we need to know about you guys, uh, what you do and how you do it? Well, you know, uh, if someone's interested in the business model, um, just go to TrueRestFranchising.com. We'll send you all the information. Um, uh, everything's audited every year. So our financials are public mm -hmm. information. Uh, so it's called the item 19. So this is, you know, accurate, real numbers. These are not projections. Uh, if you really want to dive in, that's all there for you. Yeah. If you guys were having a, what was the 55%, um, I was doing margin? that in my first store. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that leaves a whole lot of room for people to make really good money. I've known people that have bought franchises and, and they're just making really slim, um, especially like nowadays, yeah, you got on multiple stores, but I know guys that got into franchising earlier, like uh, Subway and stuff, and they just made a killing. I, yeah. knew guys, I knew guys that own car dealerships and they started investing in Subway back when it very first started their franchising operation, like 30 years ago. And they were making more money off this uh, off of you know getting in early and franchising than they were off of their big car sales things and so um this is probably a good time to get into it so what do you see the future of this business being over the next 10 20 years what's your projections going out as to like do you, i mean i imagine you see locations all over the world or at least all over north america et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, you know, for me, I've been in this 10 years, believe it or not. And um, it's a really odd thing because we still have not reached a mainstream tipping point. I would say it's still mm -hmm. a very much an early adopter industry. Um, so my guess is uh, when we began this, I said there was 14 locations in 2010. Uh, we now estimate there's about 500 locations. And of those, some have one pod, two pods. 
Um, and so for stores that have four pods or more, you may be looking at two, 300 locations. Mm-hmm. So in Tempe, Arizona, if I draw a five mile radius around my store, there's one float pod place, you know, my true rest. There's 86 chiropractors, um, about 63 yoga studios, you know, 50 massage places and uh, 100 or so physical therapy places. And so I think if we're even 10% as uh, impactful as any of those modalities, you know, we could go from 80 stores open to 1,200 in the next couple of years. And frankly, there's states that don't really even offer this. So we've had people open up in Ohio and they are booked for weeks out instantly just filling the demand. Um, it really is incredible from a business standpoint. And I've been seeing a lot more of my friends doing this. I mean, they're doing more yoga. They're doing more uh, transcendental meditation. But I've seen more of them do like the uh, freeze chambers, uh, these flow chambers. They're, and they're experimenting more with this. Uh, you know, years ago, I had, a, I had a lot of stress. And I had so much stress, I was throwing my own back out because of my anxiety, my HD, ADHD. Um, and I would literally go to the chiropractor, he'd pop me and I'd, you know, feel like a human being again. And then he would, and then I would get down the road and you could just feel my back just go crunch, 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 crunch. And I complained to him one day, I said, you know, I don't know why I keep doing this. I mean, I feel great after this, but within, you know, a few minutes of driving home, I can just feel everything cinching up. And, uh, what was interesting. He explained to me, uh, he said, well, I'll probably teach you this trick but you'll never come back to me again if I teach to you, but I'll, I'll just teach it because you're really suffering. And so he, he, he taught me uh, how to use a tennis ball to rope against uh, the wall and uh, how to push against pressure points in my back and uh, pressure points in my body. And he taught me this trick where if you put pressure on a, uh, on a uh, bound up muscle that's hurting, uh, the reason it's hurting is because the blood flow can't go through there. And so I'd put, you put pressure on it and it, it releases it and the muscle releases, then the blood can get through and then you're out of pain. And so what I, what's true is he told me that trick and I've never gone back to a chiropractor before. And what I realized was uh, from that experience was it was more about the muscle and, and my muscles in my body and how I was treating them and, and you know, weight, anxiety, uh, uh, gravity, of course, was one of the factors. And so I can see if you're floating in one of these things, you're weightless, you got zero gravity, you, you're got zero deprivation or deprivation chamber. So you, you don't know what's going on around you. Um, you can kind of get to peace and your body can fully relax. And then you, you can, you know, like you say, you can elongate, um, certainly when my back's hurting, you know, I lay down and I kind of try and stretch out. And usually if I can, you know, relax the right muscles in my back, you know, I'll pop back into place and everybody's happy. But, uh, and usually I lay on the floor to pop my back. I, I just kind of have a way of laying and rocking and, and crossing my arms and my back will pop in the right place sometimes. But I can see with this, it's a, it's a whole lot less more stressful, especially since you're taking away that gravity pressure on your muscles and your body and stuff. And so, uh, just a lot more peaceful experience. And it's definitely not competitive with those other modalities. I think that's the beauty is all of this is collaborative. So Mm -hmm. I think holistic wellness isn't about picking one magic thing. It's about finding what works for for you as an individual. Mm -hmm. And so once you kind of find that magic formula um, and everyone's magic formula is going to be different, you now can go about your life kind of like a normal human being 
um, to your point, without necessarily you know overdosing on uh, pharmaceuticals. There I mean, go. we've had yeah. um, people come in that at the very least they've cut them down drastically. You know, twenty percent mm. less, fifty percent less, eighty percent less, um, and that alone is is tremendous on yeah. your organs. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I went through a period of my life where to get rid of the pain and stress that I was having, I was turning to vodka at night to go to sleep. Um, and, uh, I was an alcoholic, but I was definitely abusing my body with, with alcohol and, uh, getting away from that, moving to a more holistic approach. Uh, just that stuff was so destructive to my body and what was going on. And, uh, and then uh, there's times where I've been on antidepressants and, uh, tranquilizer pills and those are highly addictive and scary. Uh, I remember the doctor telling me, you know, we're going to give you these tranquilizer pills cause they seem to calm you down and, and relax your muscles. Cause I was having these anxiety fits that were almost like heart attacks. And, uh, he goes, but this is really addictive. And I'm like, holy crap. And, uh, wow. You know, it might be interesting with this product, and I imagine you probably thought of this, is people that are coming out of surgery and stuff and, you know, making it less traumatized for them. I know people sometimes have babies floating in, I mean, that's probably different what you guys are doing, of course, but, you know, I mean, this just speaks to the essence of the float experience. Oh, yeah. Anything that's recovery-wise, I wouldn't mm -hmm. recommend necessarily having, um, you know, a childbirth in a, in a pod. Yeah. Because of the salt water, I think that would be, oh, that, that, that would be bad, huh? I know there's people that do it in a bathtub, and that's probably fresher water. Births. I've even heard of dolphin-assisted births, wow. which sounds kind of like the Primo, where they shoot their sonar at you, I guess, and it helps with the pain relief. But um, Really? Wow. I've heard of it. Maybe I was just dreaming. It could have been a lucid dream. This could have been. I don't a... know. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is there an age range? Like, I know my mom's in her 70s, and I, I kind of would be interested to have her try this because she's – you know, she deals with anxiety. She's got a CPAP machine, you know, and, and, uh, she's, you know, she's at the age where she deals with a lot of aches and pains. She's got uh, a replacement knee and she's got to have the other knee done and she's down to, you know, just the bare tendons in the knee and stuff like that. I, uh, does there an age range that, uh, you guys find, uh, that's capped off or is it pretty much just for anybody? It pretty much is for anybody. What we definitely recommend, though, is, depending on how able-bodied you are, mm. is to bring bring a friend that's available. So for liability purposes, we can't really help people in and out of the mm. pod. Mm -hmm. um, but we've had a lot of people come in with their uh, their friend, their, their son, their daughter, kind of make sure they can help them in and out. Because it is a very um, sensitive environment. Obviously, you can wear a bathing suit. That's no problem. Mm. Um, but getting in and out, can be harder for older people. So just make sure, you know, you have someone there that could potentially help you. There's no diving, I guess. <laughs> no diving. We don't recommend uh, scuba gear. I've had a couple people come in with snorkels. Serious? Um, which cracks me up. I kind of want to try it, <laughs> but uh, it was not recommended. Well, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, and, and like I say, I, I remember the experience of floating at this great salt lake and, and stuff. And I suppose if anybody's ever been to the Dead Sea, it's a, it's a similar experience. Um, but yeah, just, just uh, crazy. And if you can get your body to relax, you can bring peace. You know, that's the biggest thing is, is if you can bring peace to your mind, your mind can resolve and heal your body. And that's basically what you do every night when you're relaxed and sleep is your, is your body heals itself. And so this is a huge topic. I mean, and you hit something really interesting, which is the, the mind is the key. And so what we've found 
with people that come in, let's say with a um, specific ailment, for example, and they've had that ailment for a long time, they'll get out. And even if it's helped, we'll see that they don't necessarily want the help because their, their identity is now associated with that ailment, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and their friend group and their peers, it's all about that thing. Mm-hmm. And so we've had people that we, in the beginning stages, we used to give 10 floats away for free, believe it or not, to mm-hmm. people that had chronic pain just as sort of a test. And what we found is by float six or seven, um, people would have a huge relief. It was kind of a loading period. Mm-hmm. So float two, three, um, a lot of people would actually have more pain sometimes. Uh, because the body has nothing else to concentrate on. So what mm-hmm. happens is as your body relaxes, your mind starts to focus on the pain points. Mm-hmm. So I've had people that have literally said, wow, I experienced an injury I had 10 years ago that I didn't know was still injured, but clearly it is because I felt it while I was floating. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of bringing all that to the surface again. So what we mm-hmm. found is once you can get through that, once you can get six, seven hours of floating in, your body then really starts to focus on that stuff and sort of heal itself. Wow. Um, but then we've had people that have had chronic pain so long, it's, it's just almost unbelievable to them. So they'll kind of mm-hmm. go back into their mentality. So you yeah. hit it on the head. The key is changing your mentality. Yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone probably too. And, and of course, letting your body heal itself in, in ways that can do. And of course, Epsom salt baths, I mean, you know, they've been known for the history of man of being a great way of healing. I think the Romans did Roman baths. Yeah. Roman baths. Magnesium sulfate. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, magnesium people in America in particular are very magnesium deficient. Mm. So it's a great supplement. Magnesium is required for a lot of the body functions, uh, Mm -hmm. sulfate of course as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, these are things that, um, people should be uptaking anyway. Um, and so there is research being done. We do believe it can pass the skin barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and then there's confusion on what happens in terms of a detoxification. So mm-hmm. your body isn't detoxing back into the pod as an example. And earlier I mentioned cleanliness. Um, you know, the detox usually happens a, a little later. So in mm-hmm. very, very rare instances, some people will get nauseous. Mm-hmm. That's just a sign of your body kind of undergoing a detoxification process. And you kind of exp- you kind of experience the same thing when you have a massage, like yeah. I'll, I'll have a massage and the massage therapist will be like, you really stressed out. You need to, here's a, here's a thing of water and you need to drink a lot of water. And sometimes you first get up and your head spins, you go, woo. But, uh, um, so you got to clean all that out, but that's actually a, a, a like a good thing because your it body is, is ex- you know, expelling all that crap and poison that it's built up into your muscles and systems. And, uh, healing itself so healing is good that's what that's what i love healing is good (laughs) you know i I gotta tell you when i when i well you know started holistically moving away from alcohol and into um uh edibles um just what a difference it made i got off alcohol alcohol entirely have you pretty much yeah uh pretty much yeah i mean i've i at 51 my biggest problem is and being a little overweight uh well i'm overweight let's put it that way um, one of my problems is, is I've, I've reached the point where I can feel it for three days. So I can have a fun night. You know, I don't have to paint it on or do anything too extreme like you would do when you're 20, but, uh, just, you know, having a fun night, you know, a couple beers, a few beers and stuff. If I don't hydrate, you know, before I go to bed and, uh, maybe have some food with it and stuff, but even then, I can just kind of still feel my body drag for three days because that's, you know, stuff's still in your system. Your body's still processing it, trying to get it out. 
and you can just feel it. And I finally reached a point where I'm just like, I'm tired of feeling like crap for three days just so I could, you know, have a fun Friday afternoon. And so then I moved into recreational pot with edibles and, uh, it totally freed me from alcohol. Um, that I was using, I mostly would use it to go to sleep at night. You know, I have a nightcap, so I'd knock myself out so I could go to bed. And I was, I always was of the opinion. I'm like, I'm sleeping really good because I, you know, take a couple shots of vodka, but you don't, you're it's really horrible for your body. And then Tylenol, you know, Tylenol, aspirin, all that stuff is really rough in your kidneys and liver. And, um, and so moving to more holistic sort of medications and stuff, uh, just a real help. And your body is built, I think, you know, we sleep every night and our body repairs itself. It's built to naturally do its stuff, but you've got to be able to give it the conditions by which it can, it can achieve that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I, I can see the whole holistic thing of it. I can see the medication or meditation part of it being really great as well. Isn't that fun? The aging process. My wife now has a phrase, which is the midnight hangover. And so my wife's 37, I'm 41. And if she stays up to 12.06, she has what she would equivalent would be equivalent to a hangover when she was 20. And that's wow. just for staying up six minutes past midnight. Wow. So she calls it the midnight hangover. So I'll stay up a little later, but she, she's in bed by 10.30 uh, to avoid the, the morning hangover. <laughs> and I, think, I think part of it was, too, I, w- I went on a journey of veganism, and I tried to change my diet, and I tried to live better. And I think what I found was but I started eating better, but I was still, you know, drinking vodka. And, uh, you know, every every other night or so, I'd, you know, have some vodka. Uh, when I was younger, I think in my 30s and 40s, you know, I could I could easily pound half a bottle of vodka. Of vodka. And for some reason, the sugar, it turned to sugar in my system. So I, mm-hmm. it would actually juice me. So if I had, you know, stuff I need to work on, I'm like, oh, I want to stay up a couple hours later and finish this project. You know, I, I drink some vodka and I actually have energy from it. It just would turn to sugar in my system. And, but the, the problem was, is, you know, I, you just get older and just can't do it. I mean, I've had times where if I'm not hydrated, uh, I can have a couple of beers and I can wake up the next morning with a headache and you're just like, that was just a couple of beers. Um, now you know, I'm curious, since you switched to cannabis, uh, yeah. do you find that there's any, uh, hangover reaction or no, just you, dissipated entirely? You do find a little bit of the mind, um, a little bit of mind numbness uh, in the mornings because I, I I'll take it before sleep, but it's 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 the kind of thing that you get when um, like I remember when I first started taking antidepressants. I believe it was Zoloft that they had me on, and I was really ADHD. I was out of control, and uh, and they they said you know we have to keep adjusting the dosage, and when when we finally get the right dosage, you're gonna know because it's gonna be night and fucking day. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that moment when that dosage kicked in and suddenly instead of being a slave to the madman in my head, I could pick up thoughts and I could put them down and I could be like, okay, I'm not going to think about, and I, I could not think about anything, which I couldn't do back then. Um, and so I find that that's the same sort of effect. Like a lot of, you, you hear a lot of people that have high anxiety, if they get on antidepressants, they're like, it slows me down. I feel kind of, but what you have to do is you you have to work through that with your body. That's your body going, this is what normal is, idiot. And um, so sometimes I find that, uh, 
in the mornings, but I usually have a whole lot more calm. It's kind of like a post meditation where I, I just feel more in tune with my world and I can process it like everything isn't coming to me at once. So it'd be kind of interesting to get high in, in one of the pods. <laughs> I'm going to say that that happens very often. Yeah. <laughs> There's many people that come in to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it just accelerates everything. So no matter what you're going through, the pod is just going to yeah. speed it up. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so whatever state you're in, it's just going to intensify it. Yeah. So I'll kind of leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but we have, you know, we have waivers where you're not supposed to be on anything. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, poor people doing the thing. But it's interesting to me just the holistic nature of it. I mean, like, uh, I it was it was so eye opening for me because I'm like, wow, there's all these people that want to sell me vodka, and there's big farmer that wants to sell me Tylenol that's that's actually destroying my liver and kidneys along with the vodka. And here's this thing that's you know, if you study cannabis, it's it's part of the uh, you have all these receptors in your body for it. Cannabinoid receptors ready to yeah. go. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, it's just so relaxing. And I, I, for years, I just kind of looked at people that would be like, yeah, it really helps me with pain. I'm like, yeah, man. So does my vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. And I, I just always look down on it. I never like smoking. I never like hanging out with my friends. And one of my problems actually is I have a high tolerance for everything. I have a high tolerance for aspirin, high tolerance for alcohol, uh, everything I have a high tolerance for. So, um, it really, you know, holistic healing really helps me. Uh, my father had some other holistic devices that he used, like infrared, that would go yep. in and break up your muscles and stuff. And I was like, wow, man, maybe taking Tylenol and, you know, oxytoxin, you know, we're seeing some of the fallout from from uh, this uh, legalized heroin that, that going on with lawsuits and stuff and how addictive and destructive and a lot of people that die from that sort of thing. Uh, and this is stuff that's created by big pharma. And, you know, I just looked at my Tylenol bottle that I hadn't touched for months and I went, wow, this is why they don't want to legalize. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, you know, and I started this early, but I started meditating when I was 19. I'm 41 mm -hmm. now. I haven't taken an aspirin since I was 20. Wow. Um, so, you know, and I just believe fully that your body will heal itself if given the right environment and the right nutrients and the right stuff yeah uh, if i can get a good sleep man my body will heal itself i'll wake up like a brand new baby and and that's usually what i do with edibles i wake up like a brand new baby and and so when you uh, say high tolerance i'm curious how many milligrams do you take for yourself not much i respond to it for some like reason 10? with the edibles it's about 10 to 15 okay so the normal dosage yeah and if i want to have like a really deep sleep maybe 20. If I'm in a lot of pain, like recently I did some moving up to Utah to write a book. If I'm in a lot of pain I take like, I'll take like 30 milligrams. Uh, I have friends that they have a lot of pain. They fought. What's that? Do you have a new perspective when you take it? I'm curious. Like I know a lot of people talk about the creativity depending on the strain. Do you find yourself thinking about things you wouldn't have otherwise? Uh, aside from avoiding the munchies, which you can mentally teach yourself not to do uh and giggling sometimes like in video games like a lot of times i'll play video games with my friends and i'll giggle a lot um because right now i'm imagining you naked eating cheetos on a beanbag chair yeah i'm sorry video games, I, don't like have, I don't do that when i'm gaming but yeah you don't want to have that image in your head but uh that a cheetos actually sounds good right now um but uh yeah i i early on i got over the ed uh the munchies 
but um, it's just so holistic. I mean, it, it, you can feel this, and this is probably the same that they, people feel in your pools. Um, you start to feel relaxation tingling on like your fingertips and stuff. And people told me the high is very different in smoking. It's like, it's kind of a fun high, like drinking. But when you take edibles, um, you, you start to kind of feel tingling and relaxation kind of moving up your arms and uh, up your legs and then eventually it kind of comes up into your chest and you just feel like you kind of feel like there's a little bit of weight on your chest, but it's really peaceful, kind of like those weight blankets. And then your face goes peaceful. And you, you basically just feel what's happening is it's just it's just relaxing your muscles. And you just kind of become this blue, this putty blue. And uh, and uh, it's probably a lot the same sort of experience in your guys' pods. Um, and there are times if I take about 30 milligrams, I can lay there and I'm just a complete peace with the world. And for me, uh, being childhood trauma, shutting off that brain and getting the madman to shut up, leave me alone, not stalk me with stuff like you did this in 1984. You're an asshole. You know, the, um, one thing I studied a long time ago, uh, was, uh, or recently in the last couple of years, because I had problems with shutting off my brain, was uh, the power of now. I forget his name, Eckhart. Yeah, and and so I think that's why a lot of people need stuff like this with what you guys are doing with the flow pods, because the the deprivation and stuff kind of helps shut that brain down, that ego mind that's always at you, going, you know, judging you and throwing stuff at you and being like, you know, you're you're a jerk and you know that 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 self-defeating brain oh, yes. stuff that we sometimes you're have jerk. i'm not worthy the, yeah. the imposter syndrome right yeah there you go there you go eckhart toll um and so that really yeah, helped I, me i do it like tarjay though see so i like eckhart tolle so it's like tarjay it just it oh, sounds okay. more fancy it's like the yeah. french version of a right <laughs> fancier yeah and, and and that really helped me listen to those videos, but I always have to go back to him. One of the great things is his voice is so calming. He's like, and you're in the, you know. Now you will be relaxed. Yeah. And you can tell he really, he really does it himself. Like, you know, he believes it. He's not like Anthony Robbins barking at you. you know? Right. Right. Like it's hard to relax. Listen to Anthony Robbins. <laughs> It's like, this isn't relaxing at all, Anthony. I don't think you should run meditation. But, you know, he's there for a different thing to get you pumped up. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. Try this. Uh, if you guys want to try it out, check out their website. Uh, give us the website again. People can look you guys up at. Sure. It's very simple. It's just truerest, T-R-U-E-R-E-S-T dot com. Mm -hmm. And you can book an appointment if you're interested in being a franchisee. Check that out. I would highly recommend getting into companies like this really early on in their franchisee experience because usually as they fill, the franchise fees get more expensive and the cuts uh, that you get uh, between, you know, what everyone gets paid for gets thinner. And of course they become bigger and, you know, everyone wants in. You want to be first to market. That's exactly. Exactly. You want to catch it when it's early. Definitely. Most definitely. So uh, anyway, I appreciate you being with me. Um, 
uh, Nick, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a chance to try this in Provo. I'm interested also have my mom try it to see if it will help with her yeah. pain and stuff. Well, let me send you over a couple couple ones to try out. I'd love yeah. for you to do a review on it. We'll do a review on the Chris Voss show. So stay tuned for that. Watch for that, guys. Anyway, thanks, Nick, for being uh, with us today and sharing some of the information. Thanks to my audience for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Be sure to refer the show to your families, friends, neighbors, relatives. Get them involved in the podcast. You can go to the CVPN. That's the Chris Voss show or no, hold on. Chris Voss podcast network.com. You can see all seven podcasts there and subscribe. And of course you can get us on Spotify, our radio, uh, iTunes, Google play. There's the new luminary. I think it is podcast, which is kind of cool. You can check that out as well. Player FM, Spreaker, uh, Streaker. We're everywhere. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time.